0: in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit no, okay. today in meat fair sunday is meat fair sunday the third sunday of preparation for great lent the church in her wisdom is gradually preparing us for great lent it is the time when we stop eating meat from now until pascha let us remember that the fast is not about rules and regulations. If we enter the fast with that mindset, then our progress will be very limited, or not at all. Instead of the rules and regulations mindset, we need to enter the Great Lent in love. Love for Christ, love in Christ. We need to keep before us the goal, where we are to arrive. Through the ups and downs and challenges of Great Lent, we need to keep before us the destination, Pascha. Remember that we are participating in ascetical discipline to calm and control the passions and to put the detritus we have accumulated aside and so enable us to grow in love in Christ. Remember that the Great Lent and Holy Week are a time to get ourselves back on course and to get our proper focus, Christ, Him who is crucified and risen, as declared by the apostles and saints. Father Alexander Schmiemann reminds us the purpose of Lent is not to force on us a few formal obligations, but to soften our hearts so that it may open itself to the realities of the Spirit, to experience the hidden thirst and hunger for communion with God. When we read the Holy Gospel for today, it is interesting that there is no mention of belief, theory, doctrine, or dogma. Whilst I'm not saying they are not important, they are not going to be the criteria upon which we are to be judged by Christ. The parable in today's Gospel makes it very clear we are going to be judged on our interaction with those whom God has allowed to cross our path in life. How we have treated other human beings, whoever they may be, from all walks of life, from the highest in the land to the poorest person begging in the street from those in the world to those in the church, from the wealthy and privileged to the destitute, as our Lord says, the least of these. It is not just confined to members of the body of Christ. It is all humankind, for we are all created in the image and likeness of God. The question that will be asked at the end time, how did you treat Christ when he appeared in the form of one of these little ones who may be the poor and underprivileged or may be members of the church? We are not to judge, but rather to show love and compassion is not about fanfares and the big project and the limelight and giving away masses of money. It is about responding to the simple needs, about giving simple human help to the people we meet every day. It is not about being calculating that I will get something out of this, It is not to get praise and publicity, for that that is simply pandering to our self-esteem. It is to humbly help with a loving heart. As St. John Chrysostom clearly states, If you cannot find Christ in the beggar at the door, you will not find him in the chalice. That is the challenge for all of us in our interactions in the world. To see Christ in every person. St John of Kronstadt has this advice for each of us. Do not grudge anything to your brother, but do unto him as unto the Lord, especially as you did not know to whom the Lord will come and visit you. Be impartial to all, be kind to all, sincere and hospitable. Remember that sometimes God speaks even through unbelievers or disposes their hearts towards us. Stories are a good way of illustration. Our Lord used story all the time in his ministry. The stories are of two people who found this parable blessedly true. Firstly, Francis of Assisi. He was rich and he was wealthy and he was high-born and high-spirited. But he was not happy. He felt that life was incomplete. Then one day he was out riding and he met a leper, loathsome and repulsive in the ugliness of his disease. Something moved Francis to dismount and fling his arms around this wretched sufferer. And lo, in his arms, the face of the leper changed to the face of Christ. The other was Martin of Tours. He was a Roman soldier and a Christian, One cold winter day, as he was entering a city, a beggar stopped him and asked him for alms. Martin had no money, but the beggar was blue and shivering with cold, and Martin gave what he had. He took off his soldier's coat, worn and frayed as it was. He cut it in two and gave half of it to the beggar man. That night he had a dream. In it he saw the heavenly place and all the angels and Jesus in the midst of them. And Jesus was wearing half of a Roman soldier's cloak. One of the angels said to him, Master, why are you wearing that battered old cloak? Who gave it to you? Jesus answered softly, My servant, Martin, gave it to me. Finally, I would like to finish with an extract by Father Alexander Schmiemann in his book, Great Lent. He writes very eloquently about the parable of the Last Judgment. Christian love aims beyond this world, It is itself a ray, a manifestation of the kingdom of God. It transcends and overcomes all the limitations, all the conditions of this world, because its motivation, as well as its goals and consummation, is in God. And we know that even in this world, which lies in evil the only lasting and transforming victories are those of love. To remind man of this personal love and vocation, to fill the sinful world with this love, this is the true mission of the Church. The parable of the Last Judgment is about Christian love. Not all of us are called to work for humanity. Yet each one of us has received the gift and the grace of Christ's love. We know that all men ultimately need personal love. The recognition in them of their unique soul, in which the beauty of the whole creation is reflected in a unique way. We also know that men are in prison and are sick and thirsty and hungry because that personal love has been denied them. And finally, we know that however narrow and limited the framework of our personal existence, each one of us has been made responsible for a tiny part of the kingdom of God, made responsible by that very gift of God's love. Thus, on whether or not we have accepted this responsibility, on whether we have loved or refused to love, shall we be judged. For inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, you have done it unto me. Amen. Rejoice, O life-giving cross, Uncomparable trophy of the true faith, Door to Oh